Hi there and welcome. Thank you for joining our podcast from Rock Ministries Kabecha. Our prayer is a ministry is that this podcast would touch you in a way that will change your life for the better. If you want to get in touch with us or get to know us a little better, follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Enjoy and be blessed. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10. We know the scripture. I've spoken about it. I want to drill it in even this morning. Because unless, unless we work, unless we do what these scriptures demand of us, we will never see a change. We will be taken over as a country. We are going to be colonized formally. We are going to hand over our businesses. We are going to hand over our homes. We are going to hand over our towns. We are going to hand over our cities to people that are more diligent than us. The scriptures are very clear. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Hallelujah. Can you see that scripture? Can you read it from the, from, the, from the screens together? One, two, three. Whatever. Can you personalize it? Whatever my hand finds to do, I must do it with all my might. For in the realm of the dead, where I am going, there is neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. Go back to the first part. Whatever my hand finds to do, I must do it with all my might. That is the word of God. Whatever my hand finds to do. I don't know what you are doing, but the scriptures suggest that you should be doing something. I should be doing something. And whatever I do, the Bible says, I must do it with all my might. Do it with all your might. You know, some wise person once said, if it is worth doing, it is worth doing the right way. If you're going to do anything, you must do it the right way. In other words, give it your best shot. I said it two weeks ago that, Bazalwane, we have got one life to live. We must make it count. Again today, I am saying to us, make it count. The opportunity you have received to be who you are, to be where you are, to be in this church, the opportunity you have received to be married to the person you are married to, the opportunity to be a mother, the opportunity to be a son and a daughter, the opportunity to be a student, the opportunity that you have received to be an employee, to be an employer, whatever the scriptures say, whatever, hallelujah, say whatever. Whatever, whatever, wherever, whatever. In other words, there is no corner where I am expected to be let. Whatever my hand finds to do, I must do it with all my might. Amen. In other words, give it your best shot. Give it your all. Whatever opportunity you have, take it with, grab it with both hands, positively speaking. Hallelujah. If you are faithful with the minor things, God will give you the mega things. 
We are trusting God for more. And God says, I want you to be faithful with the little. Do your best in the little space and I will take you to higher heights. The Bible says, in fact, the Lord Jesus spoke these words in John chapter 9 verse 4. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It reads as follows. John 9 verse 4. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is still day. For the night is coming when no one can work. While it is still day, I must work. Put your hand on your chest and say, I must work. The works of God. Come on, say it out loud. Say, I must work the works of God. For the last time, say, I must work the works of God. Barcelona, as long as we are alive, there is something that God expects us to do. And we must work the works of God while it is still day. For the night is coming. Surely the night will come. I know it doesn't look like it will ever come, but the night will come. Hallelujah. And Jesus said to the people, guys, I must be busy. I've got to be busy with the works of God. I've got to be busy with the business of the Lord. As a church, we must work the works of God. We can't just be watchers. We must be workers in the name of Jesus. The problem in our country, we've got watchers, we've got um, the employed, but we don't have many who are working the work. God says, I must work the works of God. Hallelujah. Opportunity that is presented to me, in that opportunity, I must be present in it. Jesus was saying, whilst I am here, I must arrive here. I must be present here. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you are doing. I don't know what opportunity you have been given. But the question I want to ask you, Sam, ma'am, are you present in that opportunity? Are you there? Are you felt there? Are you making a difference? And if you are, is that difference that you are making enough? Jesus said, I must work the works of God. Hallelujah. I must work the works of God. In your business, you are working the works of God. Acts chapter 13 verse 36 says, For when David, after David had served God's purpose in his generation. In other words, allow me to say it this way. After David had worked the works of God in his generation. We are all called to work the works of God. Nobody is called to receive here. Nobody is called to just get free, free, you know, free stuff. No, we are called to work the works of God. And the black man must hear this loudest. We are not called to get the grants. We are called to work the works. Yes, we, we receive people are given grants because of the needs that were there. But, 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 but what we need to be taught and what we need to teach the young people is that they must work the works of God. You see, sometimes we have to be pushed into a corner for us to work like never before. 
In South Africa today, you, you hear people talk casually about how the people that come from North Africa are so diligent and are working so much more than our South Africans. Go to the townships, every spaza shop, every shop in a corner that you see is not from a local. It is from a guy up north. And they say those guys are diligent. They say they are workers. And one of the reasons I believe they are like that is because they have no choice. There's nothing back home and so when they are here they have to work like never before south africa has our south africans are too comfortable we are so safe protected by the rights we are not working nothing we've got grants that are protecting us if when you grow older you're gonna get a house that you're gonna get for free that's why our hands have been cut we need to go back to being taught the right ways Perhaps the whole time the issue, yeah, COVID is going to force us into that space where everyone must work. And let me tell you, if you're not going to work, life is going to walk over you. You're not going to get no job because people are, so many people are chasing what you are chasing. So many people are after what you are after. Whilst you are working that job, there are 5,000 that are queuing up. They are waiting for you to blunder because if even the employers now have no tolerance much because they know that there are 5,000 with the same qualification that you have. So if you are not going to be diligent, if you are not going to be precise, if you are not going to work, your days are numbered even where you are. And I want to tell you that even grace will not protect you because grace demands of you to work the works of Christ. Grace demands, don't come to us and say, pray for me, pastor. They are retrenching me. I'm being fired. I'm going for a hearing. What did you do? What seeds were you sowing for the past years at the work that you are? Jesus says, I must work the works of Christ. It's time for the church to work. It's time for South Africa to get back up on their feet and use their hands and work. I'm not just preaching to you. I'm preaching to the city right now. I'm declaring in the atmosphere, in the name of Jesus, it's time to work the works of Christ. We cannot be loud-mouthed, but our works must speak for us. Work the works of Christ. We must work we cannot be idle. We cannot be lazy. We must work. First Thessalonians 4.11. New King James Version. Put it up, please. I want to read that also to us this morning. Hallelujah. We're going to work. Hallelujah. Because we want more from God. We want more of God. And God says, work the works. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 4.11. Can we read it together? One, two, three. Ah, guys, tis. First Thessalonians 4.11. Please put it up. Thank you very much. One, two, three. Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business, and to work with your hands. Read it again. Make it your ambition, a quiet life, to mind your own business and to work with your hands. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the interest of time, uh, I want to start to mind your own business. Read it again. To mind your own business 
and to work with your own hands. One more time. To do what? To mind your own business. And to do what? To work with your own hands. Personalize it. To mind my own business. And to work with my own hands. Make it your ambition. To mind your own business. And to work with your hands. In other words, to mind your own business says that I should be attending to my duties. I should be minding the race I am called to run. A whole lot of people are too occupied with the business of other people. We know a lot of what is happening out there, but we are not minding our own business. The scriptures are very clear that mind your own business. But before you can mind your business, you must know your business. You must know what you are called to do. You must know the race you are running. You must be, in other words, apart from intellectual knowledge of it, you must be married to it. You must know it. You must be intimate with your business. Hallelujah. Whatever business that God has given you, it may not be what you want, what you are looking to do, but, 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 but in the place that God has given you, you have to make sure that you mind it so well. Joseph was called to become a prime minister in Egypt, but before he could become the prime minister in Egypt, he had to be a servant. He had to be a helper in Potiphar's house. He helped in Potiphar's house so well, practicing to become a prime minister out there. In other words, God says the business, the, the corner, the space that you are given, mind it. Work it. Deliver where you are. I know it's not where you want to be, but in order for you to get where you want to be, you must deliver where you are. As they would say, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm, I'm going to be faithful where I am. Because in order for you to move forward, you have to be faithful where you are. Are there any believers in the house this morning? Mind your own business and work with your hands. Your business, not my business, your call, not my call, yours, mind it, mind it. Many are not minding their business, they are messing it. I spoke about it earlier, our country, our cities are falling apart. There are people who are called to mind our cities, they are not minding them. They are not doing what they are called to do. And if you are an official in the municipality or you are working in any department uh, in the government space, make sure that you mind the business and you don't flow with the flow there. Don't swim with that stream. Give people what they are supposed to get there. You work in the post office, serve the people. Hallelujah. You work, you work at home affairs, serve the people. Why? Don't be, don't be one of those who always have computers that are down. Why must your computer always be down? Serve the people. Work the people. Work the job that you have been given. Hallelujah. Baba Basalwan and tell Amen and more. When we talk about more, we're also talking about more diligence. 
We are talking about more diligence. We're going to drill this until it settles, Mazalwan. Until diligence becomes second nature to us. Oh, hallelujah. And even to those that, are th that, 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 that feel that they are called, understand that ministry is not a place where you run to when you are fired from your job. There are many that are plaguing the country here. Somewhere when they were fired from their job. Amen. The pulpit is not in Kambayufelamahasha. No, we work here. We deliver in the, on the pulpit. We feed the flock of God. We've got prophet in every corner. People that are running away from obedience and submission and authority. And they say, all of a sudden, I'm called, I'm called. Everyone is called. And you don't see no fruit for the calling. Yes, again, so if you are sensing the call of God over your life, you must understand you're going to work. Hallelujah. You're going to work. I'm called to be a pastor. Pastor, anoint me tomorrow. One guy left the church after insulting my wife. You know why? Because he came to me here, and he said that I am called to ministry and they expected me next Sunday to put him on the pulpit. I asked him the question, when was the last time someone visited you in your house? And they looked two years behind. And I said, if for the past two years you haven't had someone visit your house, you are not a shepherd. A shepherd has got people around them. I will give you a home cell. Multiply a home cell. Start it from scratch because you are called. Multiply it and then come to me and talk about being called. I removed him from a cell he was in. I said, go and plant it. Two weeks later, he insulted my wife and he left the church and resigned on Facebook. You know why? People think that this is a place for laziness. This is not a place for laziness. We work here. Last week, I preached in Springs at a marriage seminar. The following day, I preached at a, a, in the church that was, as it was turning four years. The third day, I was preaching in Midrand. The fourth day, I was preaching in Corp. Yes, two weeks, two days ago, I was preaching in East London and, and impacting couples in East London. Yesterday, I was in East London. Today, I am here. I'm speaking to you. This coming Friday, I'm in King Williamstown. I'm talking to men. On Saturday, I'm talking to married couples. We work here in the house of the Lord. You work. You leave it all on the ground. Whatever you are called to do, you mind your business. You work it. You mind it. You work it. You get up. There are diligent men here. You see them leading worship. They travel all over the country. Tomorrow, you may be in, in, in Matatiel, driving there. There's no flight that goes there. One moment, Queenstown. The other time, they are there. Wednesday, when they are back, they are in intercession. They are, they, they are busy, you know, training the worship team. Monday, they are back at work. They miss no church service. And there are some who think that they are going to get things for free. Nothing comes, Mahala. And when Abamguya said, "Yenzo, kala ngosambeli kaus, wash your own socks." 
Don't give your socks to auntie, mama. Stop that thing. I almost said stop that nonsense, but I didn't say it. I almost said it. I almost said stop that nonsense. Stop that thing. The daughter must wash her own stuff. The son, the boy must wash his own stuff. You're teaching them diligence. Don't take your car to the car wash every day. Get a pain. Let him wash the car. Let him learn to work the work. The helper has come for you, not for them. My bongo goes. And in the house of the Lord, we must produce diligent people. I said in the house of the Lord, we must produce diligence in the house of the Lord. Magabongu, yes. I'm not unquatelanga when unquatele idleness. Hallelujah. In laziness, in lethargy, in luanayo. This house will be known as a house of the diligent, the determined, the workers, the busy bodies, those that are ready, the, the, the movers and the shakers, people that are doing things out there. Why? Because they are thinkers, they are capacitated, they are enlarged, they are, they, 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 they are diligent and they take diligent. They are not just pretty, but they are purposeful. They are not just attractive, but they are authentic. They are legit. We work. Hallelujah. Ons work. Hallelujah. Eh? On work here, on here. We work here. Not lazy, we push here. We will pop up dice card. Yeah? We work here. Look to your neighbor, say we work here. See our sevens up. See our sevens. Can bear voices, but see the sevens are girl, and you have not been doing right in our We are sevens, sevens are boys, sevens are sevens. My bongo goes. Tandas are seven zeal. Seven are tandas. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They don't love me at my job. You didn't go there to be loved. Hallelujah. You didn't go. I've pastored people who hated my guts. But I would pastor them. They wouldn't acknowledge me as, my, as a pastor. I would pastor them. Why? Because, because I don't pastor them because they acknowledge me as a pastor. I pastor them because I am their pastor. Hallelujah. As long as it's fine. It's okay. It's cool like that. But what do we do in the meantime? What do we do in the meantime? Once work is so, we work in this life. Hallelujah. I like it in Africans. Once work. Once work, we work. Hallelujah. Oh, I release diligence. I release diligence. I release the anointing to work. Not to drag your feet to work. To push, to grind. Hallelujah. To hunt. Not to look for the biggest tender, yet you have 50 million. You start being faithful, you have 5,000. My bongwing goes. Mind your own business, work with your hands. 
as I finish my sermon, my teaching today, Christianity does not exempt us from work. Christianity does not exempt us from work. Let me say it for the last time. Christianity does not exempt us from work. When we die, but in this life, Jesus says, do business until I come. We work here. Christianity teaches us to be diligent. It says, work with your own hands. The parent of poverty is laziness. Did you hear what I said? Poverty has a parent that gives birth to it. And that parent is laziness. If you are lazy, you are not going to have food to eat. The parent of poverty is laziness. The parent of poverty is laziness. Wake your children up in the morning. Wake them up. Let them go and sweep the floor. Wake them up. I thought my mom was cursing me when she would pull off the blankets in winter. She would pull them off as trouble. She would pull those blankets off. I thought she was cursing me, but she was blessing me. Here I am today. I can work. My bone goes. And what I have done up until now is nothing compared to what is still coming. When you die, die like a man. Unga afutleli we lazy boy bugeli tivi ne remote we places is six and telepek aguako estulueni womni wele zamba ne gutwe utata womwele zamba ne wafa. When you die, sis, die like a man. Die at the job. Work. You've done it. You've pushed it. You've outworked all those. Utu Paul, I was not, I was the least of the apostles. I was not with Jesus. He says, I did not even deserve to be an apostle. Because I persecuted the church. But he says, but one thing I did, I outworked all of them. He says, I labored more abundantly than them all. I worked, hallelujah. We got here to Port Elizabeth one on the 31st of, uh, in fact, on the 30th of March, we were pastor at the South and West, Nagu Sister Jay, she was there. On the, uh, the following day, we were pastors here. No leave, nothing. One city to another. We hit the ground running and we worked. What you see is work, hard work. You work the work. You work the work. You push, you outwork all of them. At the job, you outwork all of them. You are a teacher, outwork all those teachers. Why are the others getting better results than you? With the anointing, with the power, greater is he that is in me than the one who is out there. He is not greater to deal with demons. He is greater even when you are teaching the children. 
Greater is he. That your advantage must be seen, but your advantage will be seen as you work the work. Work with your hands. No idle hands. I said poverty. Poverty is given birth to by laziness. And the Thessalonians were challenged like this because that church there, they had a tendency to avoid work. Don't avoid work. My boring goes. A sermon is coming, that will put you on top of the chairs. It's coming, it's coming, please. Rest assured. I thought, I'm going to get life. This is life. This is life when you are driving well and are living well. And you'll know that you, they will say you have a snake and you don't have your, your snake is hard work. Hallelujah. Your snake is what? Is hard work. You are diligent. You are pushing. You are working the work. Pray and work. Work and pray. yes. Pray and work. Work and, and pray. Look to your neighbor say we work here. Hallelujah. Nangom, so we're going back to do what? To work. We work on Sunday. We come and celebrate here. But during the week, we are on the grind. Hallelujah. We are sowing seeds. We are pushing. We are, we are laboring. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We educate ourselves so we can be sharper, so we can be smarter, so we can be smoother. Smooth operators. But one thing's for sure, we're going to work the work. Hallelujah. I do not want to pastor any lazy employee in the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Perhaps before we appoint leaders in the church, we must go to your employer and ask them to give a reference because they always ask for reference from the church. They ask for reference. Refer this person when they are going to give them a job. We must ask for their reference before, before we let you lead the flock of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. How are you doing at work? What time do you get in? And what time do you leave? How many sick notes do you put in every year? Are you really sick? Hallelujah. And some of you have been followed by some devils because every now and again you go and lie and say I am sick. You go and lie and say I am sick. You go and lie and say I am sick. You are declaring what is not as though it is. And now sickness is chasing you because when you should have been working it, you were lying and you are saying you are sick. We work the work. Whatever my hand finds to do, I must do it how? With might. <laughs>